Welcome to the Basic Income Podcast. I'm Jim Pugh. And I'm Sunday Anandaraman. And we are both with the Universal Income Project. So, Jim, something that I've noticed over the course of our time working on basic income is that it can be a challenge to advocate for the idea. You know, we're so far away right now from policy solutions that it can be hard to know how to talk about it. Yeah, I think that's especially true just because the idea of unconditional income is such a strange one for people. It can be really tough to wrap your mind around the thought of getting money without any sort of conditions, without being tied to a job. Yeah, you know, if we could provide examples of how people's lives would change, I think that that would really help folks understand the concept better. And in fact, this German group, Mind Grund Einkommen, figured out a way to do just that. So today I'm very excited to welcome Amira Yehia with Mind Grund Einkommen. Thanks for the invitation. To start with, can you just give us a brief overview? Uh, what is Mind Grund Einkommen? What have you all been doing? Of course. Um, we started in Berlin, Germany two years ago by um, wondering what actually does happen to people when they get basic income. So instead of waiting for um, political change to occur or um, lobbyists to take on the topic, um, we thought about just doing it ourselves and we started a crowdfunding campaign and asking people to donate small amounts of money in order to collect a whole basic income, which in Germany amounts to up to 12,000 euro a year, um, and then to ruffle it out um, to people and to see what changes or doesn't change in their life when they get basic income. Um, and we've done that quite successfully over the last two years. Um, we've just ruffled out the 54th basic income, and the organization grew a lot um, since people in Germany really picked up on the story. Also, the media reported a lot and um, people signed up on our webpage in order to donate money, but also to take part in the raffle. Yeah, and what we're doing at the moment is just basically raffling out the money that we're crowdfunding and then at the same time collecting the stories of the winners, connecting them to the press and, and just letting Germany know what people actually do when they get a basic income. Wow, what a novel approach. So instead of waiting to pass federal policy or having to run a massive experiment, you were able to tell stories of what people do with a basic income and how their lives have changed. And at the same time, you're actually engaging supporters of the issue. So what is your role in the organization? Um, I'm basically the director of the NGO. When we started, we were more or less um, just a few volunteers um, starting the project and just doing it besides our, our main jobs. And then we started getting donations also for the work that we did as a team in order to, to have the website running, in order to um, have contact with the media, um, press um, releases, um, public relations and all these kinds of things. Um, so we became an organization like an NGO very quickly and we started to hire more people and we started to pay ourselves um, salaries. And at this very stage right now, we are um, almost 20 people. Um, who work more or less full or part-time on the project who get their full salaries um, via the donations that we receive on a monthly basis. Um, and I'm basically yeah, responsible for all of those things that the director should just bear in mind and should um, should uh, yeah, just get an overview about like finances, human resources, and project management and all these things. It's so impressive when you hear about people taking things just from the, the ground up and, and building something big out of it. 
And I, I know that a lot of your funding comes from repeated monthly donors, right? So right. How, how many folks do you have who are doing that? And at the moment, there's around 40,000 people um, that are um, donating money on a regular basis. On a monthly basis, it is 5,000, um, almost 6,000 at the moment, um, who regularly donate an amount ranging from 1 to 10 euros um, to our organization. And they have the chance to, um, to choose themselves how much of that amount should go into the raffle and how much of that amount should go into the organization. So to pay our, um, the rent of our office, um, our salaries, and all these overhead costs. So that's really impressive. I've seen so many organizations who are trying to build up their repeat donor base. And the fact that you've managed to get so many people is just amazing. Yeah, this really speaks to how committed your base of support is. I mean, the fact that they're willing to donate month after month is really incredible. So how did you manage to do that? How did you get so many people to be contributing? Yeah, that's uh, actually a good question that I don't really have an answer to. Because <laughs> the thing is, we didn't expect any of that to happen. Um, it just started as a volunteer project and something that we just wanted to see, uh, like try out and just see what's going to happen. And then um, the crowdfunding campaign, which was supposed to raise only one basic income, so 12,000 euro, raised five basic incomes, um, almost 60,000 euro. Um, and that's, that was the point where we saw that people are actually really interested in the topic um, of basic income, but also um, in um, providing people with a basic income and getting feedback and getting actual um, ideas of what they do. Um, so that's when we created our own web page, um, which we use for the crowdfunding, and we released more information about the winners and all these kinds of things. And ever since then, the media has just continuously picked up on the story. Um, and we have a lot of reportings every week, which means that every week there's more and more people in the German-speaking area and also international media um, so far, um, people all over the world that hear about our project um, that seem to like the idea and just um, start donating, basically. There's not much we, we have to do um, honestly we don't do any advertising we don't have an advertising budget or anything the only thing we do is that we um, provide the crowd with our stories and we keep them um, informed and we are really transparent about the things that happen and that just seems to work wow so you know what really stands out for me here is the clear depth of support for the idea of basic income you know, you've really tapped into a passion point for some of your donors so for your basic income winners, what's one of the stories that inspired you the most? Um, oh, that's a good question. Actually, a year ago, I had this one story that I continuously told the press when I was asked the same question. But by now, we have so many winners um, that actually each and every single of their stories is, is really a highlight because none of them is living the exact same life like anybody else um, from the winners. And no one is using the money in the exact same way that anybody else is using it. Um, so it's very, very diverse. We have uh, winners who are children, um, actually um, a baby one, a, a newborn one a few months ago. And then obviously the newborn isn't using the money in any way. <laughs> but it helps the parents who are quite young to provide the baby with everything that it needs and also um, have just time to focus on their studies and focus on raising the child instead of having to go to work, which is something that um, yeah just makes me appreciate my job a lot and because it actually helps people to just live their life and live their life to, um, to the most like to the extent that they want to live it to um, and the way they want to live it to. 
um, but I think the story that that most inspiring is a guy who used to work as as a call center agent, um, so in a rather yeah I'd say boring job, um, and he always wanted to be a kindergartner, but he never had the opportunity to do the apprenticeship because in Germany when you do this kind of apprenticeship at and not such a young age, but maybe as someone in their thirties, and the money that you get is really really small and you can't really live from it. So he never did it, and then he won the basic income and it um, just basically opened the opportunity to do the apprenticeship. So what he did was the day after he received um, the call from us um, telling him that he won the basic income, he quit his job and the exact same day he applied for this apprenticeship and then he started doing it and he was the best in his class to, to end it. Um, and now he's a kindergartner, he just got married and he's having a baby on the way and he's just living a much happier life because he's finally doing the kind of job that he always wanted to do but never had the chance to um, because he had to pay his bills. So, um, But I could go on and on about the stories of the people actually because as I said, most of them are really, really inspiring. Wow, it's so interesting to hear how different types of people respond when they're provided with this opportunity. So what surprised you most about this whole process? And that's actually that in the beginning, more people, like I'd say for the first at least six months, even maybe a bit more, more people um, donated money to the project than actually participated in the raffle. Um, that was something that we did not expect at all because we, we thought that people would think it's kind of a lottery thing. You get 12,000 euros, which is nice, and you don't have to, to pay any taxes on it because by German law, um, raffle and um, lottery wins are um, tax-free. Um, so we expected people to just sign up for the raffle but not to donate. But then it turned out that more people donated money than participated in the raffle because the people were actually more interested in seeing where this project could go and seeing what basic income actually does to people um, than winning themselves. Um, and that was something that we did not expect at all. Um, something that was really motivating for us also because it showed that um, people do not only care about their own benefit or their own um, best interest, but actually care about making experiments and finding out um, how the whole of society could improve and to pay their share. Um, and that was really, really exciting and very, very interesting and surprising for us. One thing that I found really interesting about your program is one of the things that you tried, um, I think last year, the Tandem Donation Program. Can you tell us a little bit about that and where that idea came from? Um, yeah, we were thinking, actually, in summer last year, we were thinking about how to get the project to the next level because the project was one year, was like at the age of a year, and, and it was really well known, but it, it didn't have, um, we, we thought it didn't reach um, the full capacity of its opportunities yet. So we were wondering how we could um, take it to the next level, and then we thought that um, what um, we did not offer with our project to the basic income um, community was to find out what basic income feels like when you're not the only one in your whole circle of people like family, friends and so on <laughs> um, who does get a basic income but what it feels like when there's someone else getting it as well um, and how that changes maybe a group of people like a family or a friend circle when there are two people getting it 
um, and how that influences the group of people. Um, so the tandem was basically um, the idea that people signed up for the raffle, but um, they were only allowed to participate in the raffle when when they invited people from their friend circles and at least one more person signed up to participate as well. So those two people um, participated in the raffle as a tandem. And if one of the raffle numbers, one of the two had um, was picked, the other one would get the basic income as well. You know, what I love about that approach is that people often forget that basic income will change entire communities. So not just your life, but your family's lives and your friends' lives. So now that you've given away over 50 years of basic income, in your experience, what's been the most difficult thing about running Mindgrid Common? Um, I think the most difficult thing is that people limit our idea to a lottery. Um, they, the, a lot of people who are critics of, of the idea of the concept of basic income, um, they think that we are just a lottery and since we do not produce any robust and stable statistical data, um, they can take our, um, our results um, seriously, basically. Um, and that's really, really frustrating for us and really difficult because we feel like um, that basic income cannot be limited to statistical data. Um, there has to be a wider discussion about the topic um, and a wider discussion about how we as a society want to take care of people who do not qualify for a job since the number of jobs is decreasing and how do we want to live with people who rather care for family members who are sick or um, disabled or old or too young or whatever. Um, and we feel like those critics are limiting the discussion that's created around our project to this very um, this very idea of a lottery. Um, and that's a bit difficult because we always have to argue and defend our idea, um, but it's nothing that's really limiting us in our approach and our future ideas. Over the years that the organization has been running, there's certainly been an increase in the international discussion around basic income. How have people's responses in Germany changed over that time? In the last few months, I'd say starting from November last year, um, the international interest in the topic has just increased a lot, a lot, um, also due to the um, pilot projects in Northern Europe and then Kenya and all these things. And obviously we benefit from that because people then also, I mean, when they talk about basic income, a lot of the organizations that are working in the area as well, they mention our name and then the media is contacting us also. So um, it's definitely continuously increasing. And I think also because the job situation is also getting worse and worse. Um, so people are looking for alternatives and basic income is a very valid alternative. So we are becoming more and more of a thought leader in the German-speaking area when it comes to basic income as a future concept for society. So what do you think is next for your program? Um, I think the next step, I mean, um, short term, the next step is that we want to reach the 100 um, basic incomes, um, which means that there are, there are or have been 100 people in Germany um, receiving a basic income. Um, and then we want to obviously use that um, use that for our public relations work <laughs> and get even more people interested and in touch with our ideas. Um, and then the next level could actually be a pilot in Germany. That's something we're discussing at the moment. We're not sure if we want to we want to do it the same way that the northern countries are doing it or um, that it's planned in Kenya or maybe just creating um, basic income communities and starting on a smaller scale with a few 
people, um, a few dozen people just um, becoming a community and providing each other with a basic income. Um, and that's just one idea we're discussing. So, um, But we're definitely thinking about the next level and yeah, are probably in the next few months going to um, discuss that a bit more also publicly. Great. Well, thank you so much. Is there anything else that you'd like to mention? Um, I'd just like to mention that I'm really, really glad that you started um, um, basically um, a daughter project of ours in the States. And um, I'm really, really happy that you did that and hope that um, it's going to just pick up um, as much as we did when it comes to interest of the public and the media and get at least as successful as we are um, to get the idea even more spread all over the States. Well, thank you so much for your inspiration on that front. And also, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. This has been really fantastic. Thank you, too, very, very much. Well, that's it for this episode of the Basic Income Podcast. If you enjoy our episodes, please rate and review us on iTunes, and also let your friends know. Thanks for listening.